Hello and welcome to today's episode of The Quad Shot, where we help you down and digest the day's most pertinent cancer news. Welcome to the August 27, 2019 Quadcast. That being said, let's dive right in. First up, Axis Powers. Our current best guess of how well someone will respond to immunotherapy is largely based on measured expression of either PD-1 on the T cells or PD-L1 on the tumor cells. This study by Lee et al. from JAMA Oncology 2019 describes a next generation framework for testing and predicting immune checkpoint inhibitor response. In it, broad ranges of tumor types and response predictors from the Cancer Genome Atlas were analyzed to determine what factors were most strongly associated with immune checkpoint inhibitor response. At the heart of the framework is a triple axis of ICI response predictors. Each axis clusters predictive factors according to tumor neoantigens, such as tumor mutational burden, the immune microenvironment, such as immune cell infiltrate, or actual checkpoint targets, such as tried and true, or sometimes not so true, PDL1. The single strongest correlate of ICI response was the abundance of CD8 T cells, which was followed closely by tumor mutational burden. Then, the proportion of high PD1 mRNA expression. In fact, PDL1 protein expression, when used alone, was pretty poor at predicting response. Putting these three together created a trivariate predictive model with an R value of 0.9 for ICI response. In other words, finding strong predictors of each of the three important aspects to cancer, immune interaction, tumor neoantigens, checkpoint receptors, and immune microenvironment is remarkably accurate at predicting overall response across a wide range of cancer types. So what's the bottom line? It's likely we'll see more complex triple axis immunotherapy panels in the future to more accurately predict immune checkpoint inhibitor response. Up second, repurposed. Pancreatic adenocarcinoma cells have uniquely fragmented mitochondria, suggesting a unique therapeutic target. This thought-provoking basic science work by you et al. in JCI Insight 2019 demonstrates that fusing these fragments back together reduced mitochondrial oxidative phosphorylation via mitophagy. Yeah, it's what it sounds like. Autophagy of the mitochondria, which is directly associated with reduced tumor growth and a brilliant move to bring their Petri dishes closer to prime time. These scrappy authors determined that the already FDA-approved for arthritis, drug, leflunamide, happens to double expression of a gene capable of, yep, you guessed it, fusing fragmented mitochondria. When leflunamide was rebranded as an oncologic therapy, wait for it, 
and given to mice with pancreatic cancer, survival was dramatically improved. The bottom line, coming to a clinical trial near you is the thoughtful repurposing of a proven safe arthritis drug as a novel targeted therapy for pancreatic cancer. Next up, beyond stats. Prognosis is about more than just survival. Expand your view of this heavy word with a commentary by Palladino in JAMA 2019 on the many facets of prognostic communication, which hinge on, yes, time, of course, but also function and unpredictability. This means remembering patients have priorities beyond length of life, and it's never a bad idea to give ranges. Finally, the BRCA buzz. JAMA has devoted a whole issue to the updated USPSTF recommendations, and it includes a handy patient education page to help explain who should and who should not be tested. Thanks to Jen et al. in JAMA 2019. This concludes today's episode of The Quad Shot. If you like what you've heard, please consider giving us a five-star rating and subscribing to our podcast. Also, check out our website at www.quadshotnews.com and subscribe to our newsletter. We'll catch you next time.